Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And broadcasting from Pier B in Mallory Square in Key West, Florida, in front of the Carnival Freedom, I'm Doug Parker. You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and check out our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash cruise radio. Yeah, for once, Doug is not actually taking a cruise. He's just... Hanging out in Key West. <laughs> that's that's pretty much about it. Yeah, we'll be talking to the uh, cruise director aboard the Carnival Freedom here in a little bit. Also talking to a, a street performer here at Mallory Square, which is a quite the interesting character. We'll catch him uh, in a bit, too. Where are you staying? Yeah, staying at the Hyatt Resort and Spa uh, in Key West right here on uh, 601 Front Street. So if you're uh, considering Key West as maybe a, a pre-cruise or post-cruise destination, these folks will definitely hook you up. Yeah, it's just a stone's throw away from the ship, isn't it? Yeah, you can actually, uh, outside of my hotel room, I could hit the water with a penny. Right now, though, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, joins us. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Did you have a lovely trip? Oh, we did. How's the uh, ship? The the ship is outstanding, and, you know, what I could really tell you about the ship is it's a ship where adults can be adults. It's it's so sophisticated. It's so elegant. The the British flair, the the pomp and circumstance, the the feeling of royalty just, uh, just embraces you. And it's, it's a very, very traditional British feel to it, but it's just unbelievably elegant. And, and to sail on a ship of that you know, high caliber, it's, it's going to make a lot of people very happy. What is it that stands out the most as far as its elegance and whatnot compared to some of the nicer lines and the, their nicer ships well, here? It's, you know, a lot of the new ships that are coming out, they're very modern. Right. This is more traditional. Okay. The... You know the, the fabrics, the colors, the, the the rooms, the designs, the the restaurants. I mean, they, and you know the, the the history. They they have so much memorabilia from uh, QE2 is on board, uh, which was very nice. But the the rooms are just glowing when you see the the queens and princess scrolls, which are, is the dining room reserved for the top suites. They're they're just so tastefully decorated and they're so warm in their feel that it just it's just very very nice and just the public rooms the the yacht club the, the you know where they actually have the the disco and the the commodore uh room the the spa uh, and just everywhere you went it's just you know beautiful views but just so tasteful elegant roomy you have uh, plenty of uh you know ceilings uh you know ceiling uh, height in the rooms uh, they they just nailed it and and the pool areas are are actually very nice and it's just it's just very comfortable. And they they actually brought back a restaurant uh, of the three ships. Um, this is the only ship that does not have the Todd English restaurant. They they brought back the Veranda restaurant, which was uh, reminiscent and and quite popular on the original uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, from 1938. And uh, just you know the, the history. They just really made they made a lot of the of, of the company's 170 year history come alive. Is it going to be based out of Southampton? It is going to be in Southampton. It will uh, embark on a 103-day world cruise beginning in January. Uh, It will be in the United States, um, uh, actually in New York, on January 13th, where the three queens, Queen Victoria, Queen Mary II, and Queen Elizabeth, will rendezvous in New York Harbor. And I did that uh, a few years ago with... Queen Victoria, Queen Mary II, and Queen QE2. And uh, let me tell you, that that was quite an event. And uh, her sister ship, which is very exciting, the Queen Victoria is actually going to spend about three months sailing from various U.S. ports, including New York, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Los Angeles. So that's going to be pretty exciting. 
missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel. Or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. I'm joined with Ryan Fitzgerald, cruise director aboard the Carnival Freedom, one of their Conquest-class ships. Ryan, welcome to Cruise Radio, man. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Okay, Ryan, we were talking a few minutes ago. You're from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, how did you get from there to uh, here on the Carnival Freedom? Uh, actually, uh, originally I started I, through uh, amusement parks in the Midwest. I started out as a musician. I've been a musician my whole life uh, and was uh, working at uh, Kings Island in Cincinnati okay. up to Cedar Point in Sandusky. And as the entertainment world works, you know, somebody made a call, said they needed somebody quick. So two weeks later, I was on board a ship playing in the band, and that was just over eight years ago. Been here ever since. First-time passengers on Carnival, what can they expect? especially on your ship, the Carnival Freedom? Well, for first-time passengers, you know, the uh, reputation rings true. We're the fun ship, so there's a lot of uh, activities, uh, events, um, shows to take part in. Um, For this particular ship, the Carnival Freedom, uh, it's got some great itineraries. So this is a big excursion ship. The ports that we go to uh, are uh, not often visited by other lines and other ships, for the most part. So you can really expect a good variety when it comes to both the port time uh, stuff and the stuff here on board. And we happen to be, when it comes to entertainment, a relative flagship for some bigger shows and programs that we have coming out for the company and uh, running through some of those trials now with some really, really good success as well. What kind of shows do you have? Do you have like Broadway-style shows on board? or? Uh, yeah, sure. We've got uh, in our main lounge, we're going to have uh, kind of Vegas-style slash Broadway-style shows. We've got a huge Mardi Gras show on board called The Big Easy. It's amazing. Uh, our Beatles tribute show, Ticket to Ride, is one of the most popular shows every single week. In addition, this week, actually, uh, we've just started off as well uh, something we call Superstar Live, now live karaoke. Not just with a track, not just with a CD, but the band actually on stage with the star. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of rock music. Um, there's a background singer that's right there with the guest as well, and uh, hugely popular already. Really cool event. What kind of kid programs do you have on the ship here? Carnival, we, we split the children into three age groups. We've got, uh, it's called the Youth Experience. Uh, we've got Camp Carnival, uh, Circle C, and Club O2. So 15 to 17-year-olds get to hang out. They have their own club. The company has really put a lot of uh, money into this program, and the stuff that they have is Super cool. I mean, I, as a kid, grew up playing, you know, 8-bit Nintendo, Duck Hunt, right. Mario 1. And now they have, uh, you know, nine TV big screens that you can play Wii tournaments on and Guitar Heroes. Uh, they have their own disco nights with their own DJ. Uh, they've actually got their own lounge with their own bar, uh, obviously serving uh, kid-friendly cocktails, right. the arcade and such, and a, a huge lineup of activities. And that's not just for 15 to 17. That's for 12 to 14 as well. It's called Circle C. Same idea. And then from the um, youngsters up to the age 11, uh, their group as well. So there's plenty to do. Uh, and it's cool because you get to hang out as a kid with other kids in your same age group. So one thing Carnival's known for is its food. Besides the main dining room, are there specialty restaurants on board the Freedom? Yes, uh, Conquest-class ships and Spirit-class ships all have uh, what we call the Steakhouse. Uh, On board here, it's called the Sun King Steakhouse, and uh, it's kind of like our fine dining option. So um, it's reservation only. Every night it's open, 5.30 to 9.30. Uh, Incredible menu. Uh, It's like we always compare it to, for what Americans would be used to, like a Ruth Chris Steakhouse kind of experience. 24-ounce porterhouse steaks, uh, New York strips, uh, lobster tails, surf and turf, all this kind of stuff. The service is incredible. It's the biggest wine menu on board as well. They've got a bigger collection than anyone here. And uh, it really is kind of like that fine dining, quaint experience, anniversaries, birthdays and stuff. Steakhouse is $30. 
And uh, as I mentioned, compared to a Ruth Chris experience, it's a huge value, incredibly popular, yeah. Okay, so at the top of deck on the uh, Lido deck, there is the Seaside Theater, this massive plasma screen up there. How, how big is that TV anyways? Probably about... 20 feet in width, so, you know, 15 feet tall. It's a, it's a big one. What can folks expect up there on the Lido deck in that Seaside Theater terrace area? We've got movies, obviously, big screen movies under the stars. We've got concerts as well. Uh, basically, whereas it used to be entertainment from, let's say, on a sea day, the Calypso band would play from the, you know, after breakfast, early lunchtime until uh, kind of around dinner time. Well, now that entertainment can continue. The band is still going to play in the afternoon, um, and uh, certainly they won't be replaced. But when, uh, when they're all finished for the night, uh, we pop on uh, big screen movies um, and uh, live concerts. The other big thing that I love to use it for, being a big sport, fan is we can put big screen sports up there so Sunday night football Monday night football it's on the big screen we've a uh, uh, World Cup obviously huge on board um, not only for Americans because we did well this year but right. uh, for the international staff as well and we put uh, some of those games up on the big screen and the coolest thing for us is you can broadcast live cool. so in the mornings we'll have a live morning show where people are sitting in their cabins they're watching they're calling in but it's also broadcast live in the big screen We'll have a, a camera out there as well, so I'll go almost like the Today Show. We go out to the Lido deck. Everybody cool. waves and screams and shouts for the big parties at night. We've got a camera. They, they work three live cameras, uh-huh. so they're, you're dancing with the guests right there, and they look up, and they see themselves in the screen, and they scream and go crazy, and then they cut to another camera, cut to another camera. It's a really it, it's made uh, specifically those experiences, that deck party, uh, totally cool. Is it five hours like the Today Show? Uh, it is not five hours like a Today Show. I keep mine to 30 to 40 minutes. By no means will I ever think that I am that entertaining to be able to cover a five-hour show. <laughs> you were talking about sports. Did I see a sports bar by the casino on here? Uh, yeah, we do have a sports bar um, on um, on this particular class of ship. It is right next to the casino. Um, you know, the thing that uh, people do need to realize is that we um, – we don't have, like, direct TV or anything, right? right? We don't have Sunday ticket. Uh, so we're still able to play what the networks play. And uh, we do have two. We have an ESPN and an ESPN2, but they're Latin American versions. So uh, whereas they will uh, quite often play some, uh, like, they'll play NFL every week. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll play a bit of baseball. That's obviously uh, popular mm-hmm. in Latin America and the Caribbean. But they're not going to get everything. Um, so there's also a lot of soccer and stuff. But any kind of sports that we have, we put on the TVs in there, and uh, it usually turns out to be a pretty cool environment. So I have a question for you, being a crew member on here. Last year, I was on a, a cruise ship. Uh, last July, my cell phone bill was $568 when I got back to land because of text, data, and um, just cell phone usage at 229 a minute because of sailor at sea. Are there any tips or advice you can give to the listeners for how to reduce that? Well, the only real way to reduce it is, is honestly, is to just try to avoid using the phone. Um, Obviously, if you're in American ports, the thing to remember if uh, uh, San Juan, for example, which many ships go to, that's, that's the U.S. So right. you're not going to get charged extra. St. Thomas is the same thing. But, yeah, if you pull out your cell phone in uh, Cozumel, Mexico or Jamaica or Grand Cayman, you're going to start to get charged uh, some serious amounts. Uh, one thing that people um, uh, have problems with is sometimes 
uh, guests will come on and they'll get charged just for having their cell phone on from their company. Oh wow! If they have a data phone, like the iPhone, for example. Right. So one thing to remember: if you're gonna, if you use your cell phone as a watch, or if you, uh, you know, you want to have your apps on and stuff so you can play when you're bored, make sure you turn data roaming off. I had this problem as well. Uh, it's an easy switch. I have an iPhone personally. You can turn that off, and then you at least get the apps out of the phone and stuff. But you're right. The only way, real way, to minimize those charges is to just uh, try to not use it. But that's why you're here, right? I mean, right. you're on vacation. Turn off the phone. Just relax. Go to the shows, and you know everything will be fine when you get back home. And if you find yourself liking to drink and text, probably just leave your phone at the house. Yeah. If, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you are a, if you are a drink and dial t- type of person, I would not get in that habit here on board. <laughs> He's the cruise director aboard the Carnival Freedom, Ryan Fitzgerald from Indianapolis, Indiana. Ryan, thanks for being on Cruise Radio, man. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Have a question for the experts, or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. You can follow Cruise Radio on Twitter at Cruise Radio. I'm here with the, the naked cowboy of Mallory Square in Key West, Florida, the great Rondini. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio, man. Right on, Cruise Radio. Thanks for having me. Dude, how long have you been doing this for? Well, I came here to Key West in 1989. I started doing this in 1979 on the streets of Philadelphia. And you got to be famous, so you got to leave the States. So I went to Canada, <laughs> and then I came back to the States. And I've been the great Rondini ever since. I was going to say, there's a bunch of competition. Everyone's screaming over each other. Is yeah, uh, do, do all you, you know everybody, all the actors? and All of them. Do, do you kind of work in sync with them? Yeah, well, you know, you're, here at Sunset, we try to give everybody the opportunity to do a show and entertain. So the law is you get 30 minutes to do a show, and you got to take a 15-minute break. You don't have to pass your crowd off, but we do it out of consideration for, another, for the next-door performer. But uh, sometimes... That performer next door, jump the gun, start cracking the whip, blowing the whistle, and you ain't done yet. So when they do that, I make my crowd turn around and tell them, wait your turn. What would you consider your act uh, in a nutshell? Uh, Consider it escaping comedy. Look at it like this. David Copperfield, Chris Angel, and Bill Cosby. (laughs) And a little pin and teller, too. Yeah, a little pin and teller. Where can folks find your stuff if they've never been to Mallory Square before? All you got to do is type in thegreatrondini.com. He is an entertainer down here at Mallory Square in Key West, Florida. The Great Rondini. Look for him online. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio, man. I appreciate that. God bless everybody out there. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun. Cosmo. Or New England. Or Canada. Or Italy. Or Greece. Or the Far East. Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Let us send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising Each episode, we'd like to feature Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week, and this one is right here in Key West. Visitors to Key West will want to know about the free, newly released Florida Keys app. It's full of comprehensive travel info so you can access travel-related businesses, local weather, current events, venue locations, as well as maps and interactive videos. 
GPS and audio driving tours are also expected to debut in the 2.0 version. A fully loaded database includes information on restaurants, attractions, diving and fishing, boating, marinas, water sports, eco and kayaking tours, dolphin encounters, art galleries and parks. You can even post photos and links directly to your Facebook account to make your friends jealous. The free app can be downloaded from the iTunes App Store or by visiting FloridaKeysApps.com. We here at Cruise Radio always like to inform our listeners of really cool events going on in the ports and the port areas. And this is no different. A really lovely, surreal brunch on board Holland America's Rhine Dam, all to benefit the new Dolly Museum in St. Petersburg. With us is the Director of Development for the Dolly Museum, Marcia Crawley. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. The Dolly Museum is open now? Uh, the Dolly Museum is open. The new Dolly Museum will open on January 11th, 2011, 1-11-11, and we're very excited about our new facility. It's quite something to see. And this is a really nice event, the Surreal Brunch, which uh, obviously Surreal is the theme here, obviously, and, and included with this is uh, Bob Bloomer. Is that correct? That's, the, that's right. The, from the Food Network's uh, the, Sur- the Surreal Gourmet. He is the Surreal Gourmet, and it fits perfectly with Dolly's themes because there's so much surrealism in his paintings, some oddities and interesting, unique uh, elements he's captured, and this chef is going to do the same thing for our brunch. Give us a little rundown of the, uh, of the events here. Well, you're going to board this ship at 10. You'll have an opportunity uh, to have a, a four-course brunch with wine and this wonderful presentation from the Surreal Gourmet. He will make salmon cupcakes, which sounds very interesting. Some faux fries, which are French fries that are made out of pound cake, so there's a little bit of dualism going on there. And uh, then you'll have an opportunity to roam around the ship, uh, eat your lunch, and um, disembark around 2.30. Very good. And again, the event, the Surreal Brunch aboard the Rhine Dam is Sunday, October 24th. I look forward to it. Okay, thanks so much. Hi there, my name's Doug Parker with Cruise Radio. What's your favorite thing to do in Key West? Have sex. Whoa! What's your favorite thing to do in Key West? Try every flavor of slushy at Fat Tuesdays. <laughs> Go say the, the weather, the laid-back lifestyle, boating, fishing. And we are here with... Erica Schultz. Erica, where are you from? I am from a small town in the suburbs of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. What do you think about this? I mean, it's got to be a lot different from up in PA. Key West, amazing. What did you uh, What did you do today here? Well, I started the day on Duval Street. I did some shopping. Um, I got a new bikini. And then throughout the night, we dined a little farther down south on Duval Street and did the sunset at Mallory Square, which was amazing. For the folks who've never been to Key West before, what would you say? What do they have to check out? I would say Mallory Square at sunset is an absolute must. If you're kind of a historic buff I, like I am, I did the Ernest Hemingway house and the Mel Fisher Museum, which has had um, a lot of buried treasure that was found off the coast of the Keys. So, Erica, thanks for being on Cruise Radio. Thank you, Doug. Stuart Shear on the Cruise Guy is back with some hot deals. What you got, man? Well, guys, uh, we, we mentioned uh, Queen Elizabeth, and uh, I, I alluded to her sister, uh, Queen Victoria, which is almost an identical uh, sister. Um, she's going to be doing 11, 15, or 17-night Caribbean, Panama Canal, and Mexican Riviera cruises uh, between January and March of 2011 um, from Fort Lauderdale and uh, Los Angeles. And it's a great time to get to be able to experience the you know some of the very best of what uh, Britain has to offer as far as their you know traditions and and all the uh, 
uh, eccentricities that they have. But uh, beautiful, beautiful ship. And uh, I mean, prices that had started at $26.99 are going to be starting from $14.95. And if nice. you happen to be in LA and you're looking for the very, like a really cool Valentine's Day present, uh, they're going to have a four-night uh, cruise. Just to give you a little taste of what Cunard and uh, Queen Victoria is all about, uh, from only $795 uh, per person. Uh, heading back uh, to the East Coast, lots of very, very good Caribbean deals. Celebrity's uh, Solstice right now, uh, which will be joined by her sister, the Eclipse, uh, coming up in November. But I mean, if you're looking to get away right now, there's some really good seven-night Eastern Caribbean deals. As well as $599 per person with the balcony pricing, not much more at just $50 more at about $649. Uh, you're looking for something a little less inexpensive. Holland America, guys. You know, they're, they're beautiful ships, the brand new. Uh, New Amsterdam, their Eurodam, Westerdam, which are doing seven-night Eastern, Western, and Southern Caribbean out of Fort Lauderdale, from $399 per Ooh. person. Hard to believe. Nice. And um, here's my Love Boat special. Yeah. Uh, we got, uh, for those listeners looking for something a little longer, Princess is, uh, Emerald Princess is doing 10-night Eastern or Southern Caribbean out of Fort Lauderdale. And, I mean, you're going to get to some really cool ports like St. Kitts, Barbados, St. Lucia, St. John, St. Thomas, or their private island of Princess Cays, or on the other itinerary, they'll add in Curacao, Grenada, and Dominica. But, I mean, 10 nights from $599 per person. So there's lots of very good deals right now for uh, November, December, and certainly January and February as well. All right, man. Thank you, Stuart Sheeran, the Cruise Guy, found on Twitter at Cruise Guy. You can also follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. And while you're there, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash cruise radio. And while you're on our Facebook page, click on the link to check out the great Rondini in action. Now, next week, because Norwegian is offering seven-day cruises out of Port Canaveral, we're going to be down there aboard the Norwegian Sun to kind of kick things off with a lovely ceremony. So join us for that show. From the Cruise One Studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Bassford. And from Pier B, Mallory Square in Key West, I'm Doug Parker. This is Cruise Radio. Promotional consideration by Hyatt Key West Resort and Spa, 601 French Street, Key West, Florida. Call 305-809-1234 or visit keywest.hyatt.com.